Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the Internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well... HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. This is Everyone is Hot. I'm Michael Stevens. And I'm Shelley Brooks. Each week, we invite a guest to discuss their movie crush. And the film that proves that person is a stealth sex symbol. Hey, let's get horny. Hello, Michael. Hello, Shelley. How you doing? I'm doing well. How are you? Oh, my God. Uh, I got up at six today because I was hungover. Oh, no. I got oh, myself no. some McDonald's for breakfast. I pumped myself full of water, oh. shot a coffee into my mouth, and I said, <laughs> it's great to be alive. I'm beautiful. Yeah. Michael, would you like to tell us about who is our guest this week? Oh, my fucking God, Shelly. Oh. I can't even mm-hmm. fucking believe that we got her on the show <laughs> uh-huh. uh okay uh, you might be familiar with her work okay she's done some fabulous work that you could see that you have seen or could see at the mm-hmm. Leica women's summit um she's working on a series of uh, black midwives and holistic caretakers she is an award-winning photographer a public yeah, speaker yeah. and the waterbender uh Shelly, that's um that's an avatar reference. And if you like fun, oh, uh, mm. you would know that, but you don't listen, so I was a nanny. I've watched Avatar. Cool. I uh, didn't exclusively make the children watch Cheburashka, the depressing stop motion Soviet animation. Good. So y- you get it. Uh you and you get, get that I'm talking about a wa- waterbender. Uh, uh her name is Eva Woolridge. Clippy clap. Clap, clap, clap. Clap, clap, clap. Oh man, the children. Oh god. The children love her. <laughs> oh god. Well, Eva, we're, we're having her on and she's going to talk about her crush. Mm. Yeah. Sandra O. Oh. Yeah, in the movie Catfight. That's her. The 2016 film Ugh. Catfight. Now, if you have not seen Catfight, here's a brief synopsis. Veronica Played by Sandra Oh, is a superficial, entitled housewife. Her old college friend Ashley, played by Anne Heche, is a struggling, misanthropic artist dealing with her career and her life partner Lisa, played by Alicia Silverstone. Their paths cross at a party hosted by Veronica's successful husband, but their long-buried rivalry leads to a brutal fight where Veronica ends up in the hospital in a coma. After two years, Veronica wakes up to learn that both her husband and teenage son are dead and she is completely broke, while Ashley has become a wealthy artist, now married to her lover, Lisa. Veronica confronts Ashley, leading to another savage brawl in a vacant lot, which in turn leaves Ashley in a two-year coma, broke and left by her wife. Now Ashley is determined to track down Veronica to settle the score once and for all. How was that? That was good. That was very good. Thank you. Thank you very much, Michael. Now, um, I think that before we get into talking about the movie, 
you invited a friend, right? Yeah, I did. I did invite mm-hmm. a friend. Um, yeah. So uh, my good friend, Dr. Drinkenstein. Uh, they call me oh my god oh my god what a handsome guy um (laughs) so he's going to be joining us with a custom recipe to pair with cat fight i'm very excited about it Um, i'm so excited you know it's cool because like it's great when you can collaborate with a friend and like Mm -hmm. dr drinkenstein and i were talking about it. it's like oh man we're both friends we're both artists you know we're both Mm -hmm. working our own things i was like can you come on the podcast and he was like yeah Yeah. cool i got some time i'll be on time i'll be early Mm -hmm. and i was like you don't have to make any promises you can't keep my guy like please do you live your life and he's like no i'll do it i'll do it for you michael i was like he knows it's important yeah he knows it's important to me so any second yeah but um wait what time did you give him I gave him, um, so I'm not sure where he is right now, but hold on. It is, what time is it right now? It's 11.15? Yeah. So I said 11.15. Um, I said uh-huh. 11.15 because I figured um, if I tell him 11.15, he might show up in at, at like 11.20. He's like one of those people. So like maybe if we Uh-oh. vamp for a little bit, we can vamp for a little bit. Uh, yeah, or fuck. maybe you could like send him a text just to make sure um, um, that he's like on his fuck. way. This is so embarrassing. Um just shoot him like I'm, a quick text. See what he God, see what Eva's here and everything too. Like fuck. You've got mail. Okay. All right. Um, dear Michael and the girl on the podcast, I was thrilled to again receive a commission for a cocktail based on the film Catfight. Sandra O oh is a knockout. No, this is a small joke. Oh, yeah. I would <laughs> love to share this drink in person, but my nephew is receiving a Congressional Medal of Honor and has asked me to serve as a bodyguard at the ceremony. Please enjoy this riff on a Sazerac? Mm, yeah. Sazerac? Mm, interesting. Mm-hmm. And never tell your nephew you'll do him a favor before hearing what the favor is. Huh. Okay. I mean, he did this. Um... He did this again. And I want to be mad, but yeah. I you can't get between you can't get between family, you know. Yeah, though to be fair, the nephew advice is good advice. The nephew advice, oh my god! I mean, I got nephews, so I know what it's like. You know, you, you want to shit. Sometimes they ask for the moon, you gotta deliver. <laughs> yeah, well, that's. Uh, hmm. a Can bit I take a second? I just need yeah, to... yeah. You just go go cool off for a second. I'll I'll read the because it looks like he included a recipe, so I'll just. I'm gonna call. Well, then, sure uh, that. I'm gonna call my therapist because, like, this is one of those where I. Uh, yeah. Okay. Okay. Well. Yeah. You work on that, but just a, a quick call, okay? Because we gotta we gotta talk to Ava. Okay. I'll be back. I'll be back. Okay. Great. Um. So, it looks like this week's drink is called the violence is like kissing, which requires 1.5 ounces rye whiskey, 0.5 ounces of French brandy, 0.25 ounces of Punt de Miss Sweet Vermouth. One dash of bitter cube chipotle cacao mole cocktail bitters, two dashes of orange bitters, absinthe rinsing, a flamed orange peel, and to make this cocktail, rinse a small rocks glass with absinthe and chill in the fridge. Combine the rye, brandy, vermouth, and both bitters in a mixing glass and stir smoothly with ice until the glass is cold to the touch. Strain into the chilled absinthe rinsed glass and twist the orange peel over the glass and around the rim before discarding. No garnish! And that is the very simple recipe for violence is like kissing. And you can find that on, uh, it looks like he's included his Patreon or for his friend, his friend's Patreon for Lorenzo Landini. And it's cocktails for artists on Patreon. Uh, He says you could also visit Lorenzo does stuff on Instagram. Uh, And we'll also post that recipe on the everyone is hot Instagram. So you can check it out there. Um, That was nice for him to call it his friend. It's really interesting how you know he's like so ready to show up for his other friends but like whenever i ask him to do anything at all i just need you to like pop in explain a little bit uh-huh. and you can leave like like is is lorenzo I, gonna talk about us on his podcast is is what i want to know i mean mike michael i don't want to like hurt your feelings but like, i mean maybe he feels maybe you feel a little closer to him than he feels to you you know it's not even like that. We're platonic friends. Okay. I yeah. Just... Yeah. You just absolutely, absolutely. Um, I think. Well, you, I think you're. Yeah. 
no, no, I think you you're right. You're right. Um, so let's let's move on to talking about our movies that we're appearing. Let's talk about our movies. Let's yeah, keep things right. on an up and up on a positive note. You know, we don't gotta yeah, talk about my personal keeping rejections. It like, keeping it, no, it's fine. It's yeah. fine. Uh so Michael, we both chose a movie for each other that we would pair with the movie Cat Fight. Now, what did yes, I choose did. for you? Oh my god. So you chose Catch Twenty Two for me. Um, mm-hmm. which for for those of you that so there's a lot of catch twenty twos out there. I think there's just two. Yeah, there's the not there's the movie the twenty nineteen mm-hmm. series. Not the TV show. Not. No, no. Um so this is an a nineteen seventy American black comedy war film adopted from the nineteen sixty one novel, which I have never read. Um so <gasps> Michael. Look, I don't read the books if I don't gotta read the books. <laughs> if a white man Fair says, enough. Hey Mike, this book is a classic, you gotta read it. It's a catcher in the rye. He's an asshole and he's I was like, you know what? I've done it. I've I read all the Shakespeare's, so I think I understand white people. Thank you very much. Can you please eat my ass and send me like a clip a link to the movie version because the premise sounds interesting. Yeah. Um, eat your ass. Don't threaten me with a good time. <laughs> <laughs> Stop. <laughs> stop it um so uh yeah catch 22 uh i watched it it's like a non-linear mm-hmm. narrative thing uh some great folks are in this one uh alan arkin buck henry mm-hmm. who's like a beautiful horseshoe balding man um it's a lot of fucking men in this movie um lots of men god o- olympia carlisi is is in it as a mm-hmm. uh She's playing uh, a woman. She's playing a woman in this movie. Um, <laughs> and uh, wild time for for Hollywood. Um, Real wild time. There are 500 white men in this. And I, I love them all. I got to say. Yeah. They're, they're, so, honestly, if if I have to pick and, and I got to pick a hottie in this movie. You got to pick like, your stealth sex symbol for this film. I was like, this is interesting because it's all it's all these, you know, old white guys. But mm-hmm. uh Alan Arkin, I loved him since he was the dad in in Edward Scissorhands. Like <laughs> such a beautiful beta sort of like ah, like like a gr- like in the Peter Falk the, category. Yeah. Man. If Peter Falk's like ah, then Alan Arkin's like, huh. Yeah. It's like ah, <laughs> uh. <laughs> what do you want oh. me to do a lot of that stuff in his movies <laughs> and also i heard an interview with um oh god joan rivers yeah. a few years ago where apparently they came up in chicago together in the 60s because he was like really into second city uh and he had the nickname the swordsman of chicago because he fucked everybody this is what you were telling me before this is what, what this is what i, I was teasing see. to you <laughs> i was like well, yeah he was a real ladies man yeah he must have had balls. a beautiful dick and his back when he had hair and he had so ah. much hair all over he's got hairy shoulders hairy chest hairy back which we saw in catch 22 yeah he hairy ass tree. he's got a hairy oh, ass which i love oh i want to <laughs> run a comb through that <laughs> wow <laughs> now, after watching Catch Twenty Two, Michael, would you say that maybe war is hell? <laughs> what? What? What did is you war just maybe say? Maybe bad. Me? <laughs> um, yeah. I don't know. I couldn't decide from this movie. Is war bad? <laughs> so I think uh, for most of my life, I've been mm-hmm. on the fence about war. Um, uh-huh. But this watching this one movie definitely did it for me. Um, uh-huh. I definitely think war is not a good idea and bad. Yeah. Uh, uh, this Would is like you say weird... the only sane response to war is to be insane? Oh God! Because war <laughs> itself is mad. Would huh. you say that? Are you reading the Are you reading the marketing for this movie? <laughs> are you actually reading the? No, this is my uh, this is my college course on Catch Twenty Two that I'm going to teach. <laughs> oh, what? <laughs> I forget. I forget that you're a grown up. <laughs> and... I'm not really going to do it. <laughs> do grown-up things <laughs> someday someday in the future <laughs> i think we uh, could like knock it all out in one class so we'll be like war is war is hell and war is mad <laughs> oh gosh that's uh, catch 22 i thought what was surprising to me i thought i was gonna watch some regular ass satire anti-war satire and i was like oh sure but this is a surprisingly horny movie um like yeah. the, there's a scene at the end where like alan arkin's just walking through the street and mm-hmm. 
uh, it's just like a weird nightmare vibe mm-hmm. um, of like, I don't know, I have these nightmares sometimes where it's like, is this a nightmare? Is this going to be mm-hmm. a, is this going to be a nightmare? And I'm walking around and then I see, you know, just two people doing it on top of a bunch <laughs> of trash. And it's just like, oh, man, this is, oh, God, I got to get out of here. Wow, this is in every alleyway. Wow, the people are turning into I don't know what rats. was going on during your day that you're having these dreams. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. There's a lot of, oof. But yeah. I haven't uh, seen this a... movie in a while, but does the nurse touch his dick when he's in the hospital? I don't recall that. make that up? I think you might have made that up. I Oops, think. well. Maybe that's saying something about my subconscious. Hey, look, I didn't explain anything that happened in this movie because I want you people to watch it. But yeah. I think <laughs> I think the nightmare uh, displays that we have uh, created, mm-hmm. I think, do a good job approximating something like something that you would watch in this movie. So uh, long way to say, uh, watch this movie. <laughs> Alan Arkin is beautiful in it. Um, yes. He's just, he just doesn't want to be there. And I love, <laughs> I love that vibe of like mm. that, um, like a, almost Ron Livingston kind of vibe of like, I'm, mm. I'm, a, I'm just a soft guy who doesn't want to be doing this I stuff. I don't even want to be in the army. I don't even want to be. <laughs> I want to go back home. God. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. So I think that uh, what's interesting is Catfight definitely has the sort of like, uh, women competing against each other element but we both chose movies that highlight the sort of like dystopian satire of the film because you gave me robocop hell yeah the 1987 paul verhoeven movie robocop which i had amazingly never seen until now and i fucking love it it's so fucking good oh my god it's incredible The satire is like so prescient. The Robocops are so similar to the robot cop dogs that are now in New York. Uh, There's the great overlap in Catfight and in Robocop of like having a TV. In Robocop, it's like the the newscasts and the commercials. In Catfight, it's like a late night show to sort of like ground you in the reality of the world in which it's taking place but also to sort of like satirize like american consumerism and american warmongering i love the commercial for the like battleship like war game called nukem (laughs) it's like a family sitting around a table like just playing at like sending a nuclear bomb to other countries it's incredible um there are a lot of hotties in this movie god but a lot a lot of hotties in that like there are so many strange character actors which I really love. Nancy Allen looks great. She looks so different from her De Palma films where she's got like longer hair and is more feminine. She's got this like butch short haircut. Um, I read that, uh, you know, Verhoeven kept like making her cut it shorter and shorter because he wanted to like desexualize her, which I think rules. Um, she's great. Uh, but my pick has to be Miguel Ferrar. Miguel uh, Ferrar. He- he I is, had to look up who Miguel was. Okay. Oh, he's the best. And this movie was like really a sort of like, I guess it was before Twin Peaks. It was like a, a pre pre-union of a bunch of Twin Peaks boys because it's got him and Ray Weiss as well. Oh, I'm trying to think. Wait, what character was he? He was, uh, what's his name? Uh, he's one of the other like agents in Twin Peaks. He's... Um, wow. Got it. I've never seen Twin Peaks. I'm acting like I did. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he, he's the one who's not Kyle McLaughlin. <laughs> he is Albert Rosenfeld. Rosenfield. But yeah, he's he's great in Twin Peaks. Also, Ray Weiss is so good in Robocop. And I read a piece of trivia on IMDb that apparently says he said he kept his Robocop costume from the film wrapped in plastic, just like Laura Palmer. So I think Ray Weiss might be a freak, just like his characters in everything. God. Oh, God. But yeah, Miguel Ferrar is great. I love his like strange, like wide open face, his big features, his like huge mouth. The the see, the movie is like very sexless, but he's got one scene that did like generally give me like a little tickle down there. And it's when he's with the two like bimbos and he's like, 
I love smart women. And then like kisses one of them on the thigh that he like lifts up to his face. And then he like snorts a light of Coke off the other's tit and then like motorboats her. <laughs> I was like, this right, is genuinely hot. <laughs> is it Robocop? This is a oh, Robocop. Yeah. I, I've oh, yeah. never, seen, never seen the movie, literally never seen it. And I'm, thought it was a child's film i thought it was like pg-13 oh. didn't know that was the case oh, oh um, ava you gotta watch yo, this movie it's eva, wild eva okay my dad showed this movie to me when i was 10 years old i was like is this gonna be like superman he was like he's a superhero and i think my dad just wanted to watch robocop and yeah you know, I was, uh, fair Gosh. Your dad rules. I can't wait to meet your dad. I mean, I watched Beverly Hills Cop, and it was the same premise. Or, or Boomerang was the, one of the first movies I watched solo, my sexual awakening. So I get it in terms oh, of highly inappropriate movies that uh, of snorting coke from someone's tit. That's oh. I get it. God. It's a, it, Man, uh, I wish my parents had introduced me to movies like this when I was young. We just watched Forrest Gump a million times. Ah. <laughs> That's not a movie that I like is inspiring or exciting for me to watch. Oh, no, I hate it so much. But it's my dad's favorite film. Um, As a homeschooled child, um, (laughs) I watched RoboCop one time on TNT. And I was like, this is the greatest film ever made. Uh, Where can I find a VHS copy? I mean, Um, fair enough. I I get it. I watched it. Also, a fun fact about uh, Miguel Ferrar. Uh, fun fact about him: <laughs> his parents are Jose Ferrar and Rosemary Clooney, and so he's a cousin of George Clooney. Oh, that's a really fun fact. Oh, oh my god! Man. Yeah, I know. He died in 2017. I hate seeing I actors I don't know end up dying <laughs> when I that's look like, them up. That's gonna be 98 percent of the actors that yeah. we talk about. Um, Unfortunately. It, We've talked about, we should like do the math on how many people who are no longer <laughs> with us that we've talked about on this show. Um, it's going to be a depressing hit rate. But you know what? I also think a lot, of, a lot of the folks that we talked about, like they fucking deserve it. They fucking deserve to be talked about that they're alive. <laughs> oh, I thought you were going to say to die. I was about to say to die. And I was no, like, no, 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 I, I had a very sinister tone, but I, I really, yeah. I, I you meant really to, did. No, nah, I, this is how I express love. Um, and it's a problem. Um, but okay. Alan Arkin. It keeps people on their toes. <laughs> God. Yeah. Um, I mean, my brothers say, I love you. Like, I love you. So like, this is, this is where I'm at as a being. Um, oh, don't we love masculinity? Oh God. Uh, don't we? But speaking of mess, <laughs> this that, that this is going to be the worst segue ever. Speaking of good transition, uh, yeah, yeah, it's fine. Uh, um, so we talked about Alan Arkin. We talked about mm-hmm. Miguel Ferrar. Keep and that can in I mind. add my two cents though, really quickly about Alan Please. Arkin? Oh, I am more attracted to him now as a eighty-year-old man than I am in his like prime or let's say early 30s i mean he looks really fucking old but i'm (laughs) i'm more okay let's say maybe not now 80s but let's say Mm -hmm. i'm looking at a photo it looks like the 80s so he's around in his 40s and i fuck with that he's even has a little patch of hair here and Mm -hmm. it's still but it's like kind of buzz so it doesn't look like that awkward in between like dude just shave it all off yeah. He has kind of like a five o'clock shadow situation on his hair. So, when the chest hair is starting to turn white, so you're getting like a salt and pepper chest hair. <laughs> yeah. yeah me. I'm so happy mm-hmm. we're talking about this. Uh, <laughs> as a bald person who is visibly aging, aging, um, this is great. <laughs> but you committed to the shave. You committed to the shave. And you're aging like a fine great. wine. You oh. really are. God, this is oh, you so could nice. be in the in-laws with Peter Falk and Alan Arkin. What? <laughs> Just <laughs> three balding men looking fine as hell. Oh God! All right, before before we get before we get too too horny, y'all. Um, <laughs> yeah, we got to bring me down. Let's let's play a nice calming nice calming game. So, <laughs> uh, we will be discussing. All right, so, just to remind you all, we have a fabulous guest. Fantastic award-winning 
photographer, public speaker, <laughs> fucking superhero, real life mm. fucking Sailor mm. Moon character. Woo! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Eva Woolridge. We're going to be discussing Sandra Oh in Catfight. But before we do that, we got to play the quote game. It's the most fun game. We got to. It's the most fun game. Um, I really wish I wasn't high when I watched Catfight. Oh, God. <laughs> well, you this is are... about giving your own stank on the line, so you don't even need to remember. Oh, thank this God. This is about I'm... your artistry. <laughs> Fabulous. I'm high now, so I can do it. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> even better. <laughs> okay, great. So the way that this game works is that I will be the judge of this competition. I will read three unsexy lines from the movie Catfight in a neutral way, and you will both have to read those lines back in the sexiest way you can muster. There'll be three rounds. You'll have three chances. There'll be a winner for each round, and whoever wins the most takes the whole damn thing. Michael, Eva, are you ready? I'm fucking ready to go. I'm going to kick his ass. Yeah, you're kick gonna, my yeah, ass. You're going to do it. <laughs> mm, kick my ass. Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, God. Okay. Thank you for giving me the preview of how I need to be. All right. <laughs> yeah, now you know what I'm looking for. Yeah, thank you. Right. Round one. Our first line. They were acting so gay. It was like gay, 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 gay. Michael. You go first. I was about to say, I want to fucking go first. <laughs> they were acting so gay. It was like, gay, 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 gay. Mm, not bad. Not half Boom. bad. All right. Eva, do you think you can top it? I can. Ooh, okay. do you think you can top him? <laughs> I'm more, <laughs> yeah, him. I was like, I'm more of the submissive type, actually. And we're gonna be honest. I was like, ah, don't, don't change my role. <laughs> um, all right. They were acting so gay. It was like gay, 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 gay. Ooh, baby, I, I gotta oh. go change my pennies. <laughs> oh, God, go, go. Go change. As a gay girl, I hope that was working. Oh. <laughs> I did it. Penny. I was feeling it. Michael, you made a valiant effort. God damn but it. I think God. we both know God damn it. this round goes to Eva. I keep, uh, I keep, I keep losing. Titty power. <laughs> I keep losing. She brought all that power from her titties. God, I need Manifested. to harness the power of titties for my own self. Focus on the titties, Michael. Focus on the titties. Right. Speaking of which, it's <laughs> I have a lot of titty power, and for some reason, extremely heavy lately. So I'm whipping it all out. All right. Yes, whip them around, baby. <laughs> Gravity is use the force. <laughs> now we're gloating. Great. All right, <laughs> round two. Your line. You've been in a coma for two years. Eva, we're gonna let you take it away this time. Take your time. You've been in a coma for two years. Ooh. Not my best. Mm. A little mystery on the end, though. It was. How do you mm. say that sexy? Well, I guess Michael's about to show us. This is the challenge. <laughs> You've been in a coma <laughs> for two years. Actually? Yep. A rough start, a rough start, but once we got going. We brought it home. Mm. I was like, who are you, cowboy? <laughs> when in doubt, what? Uh, that's Ooh. that's my go-to. Jockstrap it out. You can always do Sam Elliott. You know what? Both really strong offerings, but you I think nice for that me. vocal fry, it's got to be Michael. You don't have to be nice to me. That's me. Boom. <laughs> Boom. No, I'm very yeah. proud of you. You did a great job. <laughs> All right, round three. Final round. You guys got to bring it this time because this will decide it all. Your line is, my spirit is broken. My heart is filled with hate. I have nothing left but to destroy you. 
quite a long line. I know. <laughs> I'm like typing this out. I'll, I'll put it in the chat. God damn. <laughs> Half the time I was typing it out. I was like, I'm not an actress. I can't fucking remember this shit. Okay. Part of the challenge is memorization. Honestly. <laughs> Michael, you go first. Yeah. This, oh, damn. It's on you, Michael. Wow. I was, I'm sorry, not, I'm not, not the MC for this. I'm, I'm not, not ready. I'm not. No, I, Yo, hold on. This is my job. It's actually it's it's good when someone takes charge. Uh, yeah. <laughs> when someone, I guess the I'm boss, not as much as a hat. Well, yeah, that's exactly. I'm submissive, like in the bedroom in real life. I'm like, boss bitch, let's get it done. You know what I'm saying? Maybe bedroom. you're coming up with this show a switch. Who knows? <laughs> oh God, I'm gonna I'm gonna fucking ugh, okay. You can do it, Michael. You can do it. <sighs> My spirit is broken. <laughs> My heart is filled with hate. I have nothing left but to destroy you. An interesting choice. And he froze. Oh, right? no, he did it. <laughs> interesting choice, though, right? It was it almost depressing and... It sounds like a, the voicemail a serial killer would leave to the cops. <laughs> you know, my... I mean, our culture, that could be hot. <laughs> yeah, my, well, uh, my ex-girlfriend... Love dive, death drive, you know? <laughs> my ex-girlfriend used to tell me all the time, I had the voice and handwriting uh -huh. of a serial killer. Do with that what you will. Um, Did she I, say that because you do write in those little zodiac symbols? Yeah. God. That's how you write all your letters. <laughs> I, yeah, just so that the people that need to understand understand. I like to set up a little. Yeah, puzzle. exactly. It's fine. And it's dictated by your dog. He talks to you and tells you what to write down. Um, it's not dictated uh, by my <laughs> dog, but it's definitely a bit of a collaboration, I would say. Sure, um, sure. <laughs> but let's quit stalling. I want to hear yeah. what what Ava's got in You've the pot. You've given Eva okay. plenty of time. <laughs> To work on I was listening to your banter that I wasn't <laughs> remembering the line. Don't All right. listen to this dumb shit. So, and the point is to make it as hot as possible, right? As sexy as, sexy. as you can possibly make it. All right. My spirit is broken. My heart is filled with hate. I have nothing left. It's destroy you so I, lost. I got i, I got lost. really like pussy <laughs> pulsing my god i love the concept of pussy pulsing <laughs> that's, that's ava a... you are taking the game oh wow. my god wow. i also <laughs> have a i need to share a hint that people need to know that i've uh -huh. learned in seventh grade all right <laughs> I told someone this last week when I was in LA. Uh, so I really have to pee right now. And there is yeah. a concept called a peegasm, uh -huh. which is if you hold your pee long enough and press against your like pelvic abdomen area, you can do it with your own like pelvic muscle and think of something sexual while you do it. You can actually have an orgasm and it will stop you from needing to pee for at least like five to 10 minutes. I really appreciate your commitment to this show that you decided to fill up with piss so that you could orgasm while on the podcast. Right. I could have I could have gone at any of the other time you guys were talking. And yet <laughs> I knew this was coming up. <laughs> but you were dedicated. Oh my God. This is all right. If Did you have twice. to if you, it, Wild. What? <laughs> No. Gonna do it twice, but it's gonna happen. <laughs> no, it was three times. Yeah. <laughs> I'm <just> kidding. <laughs> well, if you do have to pee, you can definitely pee. We can vamp for a little bit. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm gonna vamp. <laughs> yes, yeah. 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 Go pee. Go. Talk about how I won that shit. <laughs> wow. Well, I think we had a beautiful game of the quote game. What about you, Michael? Sorry, a car is driving by. Um, <laughs> I think it was a beautiful game and uh, the first time I was like holy sh I, I, it's the first time I felt I, I had to really bring it because I was like we got Eva wow. so I'm, I'm mm. not insult to other people but no, no, compliment no, 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 Eva no, 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 that's good if you no. have been on the show you heard it here Michael did not think you were a serious competition no no that wasn't it, it it's just I don't want to 
I want to, I want to, mm-hmm. don't twist mm-hmm. my words. Cool. <laughs> don't twist my words. He's about to confess. He's about to confess. Everyone. Ev- All of these truths are coming out this episode. <laughs> God. No, every, every competitor has made me better. Um, oh, there we go. There we go. <laughs> yeah. Don't you dare. Don't you dare. You're just leveling up every time. And that's awesome. Uh, I'm so nice to watch you grow. Oh. <laughs> uh, God. <laughs> so how about God, when you <laughs> still playing the game? Oh God. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> and that's how we went full circle with the pre ejaculation. <laughs> On to the next segment. <laughs> how do you like being ganged up on by two women, Michael? <laughs> I love this shit. You I know love what? this dynamic. <laughs> Shelly, you're having a lot of fun today. <laughs> I'm having a ball. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, you know it's what? It's ladies' night. <laughs> the reason I say this is because I I clown Shelly all the time, Eva, so for, for not uh, liking dumb things. <laughs> um, so this is the first time uh, it has happened. And I'll say, uh, good good job. <laughs> oh, thank you. Yay! I love that. <laughs> I keep these little children here with me just in case yeah. anyone needs some support. <laughs> what is our movie this week? <laughs> Cat Fight, the 2016 film Cat Fight by owner Turco. Turco. You got it. <laughs> we just all looked at each other like, <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> okay, so getting back on track, Eva, Sandra yes. O. Oh. God. What is it about her in this movie specifically that gets you all slick? Well, to be honest, she slick. I hate that. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, that amount of like sexual lingo that's going to be said today. Um, she she can disappear in any role she's in. Mm-hmm. And that is so sexy. She can be anything to you. It's so um, true. I think that... I Okay, I did not read the synopsis when I selected this. I was mm-hmm. like, oh, this looks good. She's in the lead. She's not in that many leads, which really surprised me so mm-hmm. much. Yeah. She deserves so... I mean, now she's getting her due, but... Right. It's, uh, she it's a long time coming. I, I just don't get it. It, it she carries me anyway. So that's why she's yeah. so and she's also physically attractive. She's sexy as hell. And the I think the what the hot question is is the Western understanding of what is considered mm. hot. The fact that she's just getting her due now when she's been in the game for so long. Mm-hmm. Like I'm talking about Princess Diaries as the <laughs> principal, and we're all like, "Gotta." <laughs> <laughs> The queen is coming. Like, we watched that shit in 2000 and she was memorable. Yeah. Like, so she's attractive in this movie specifically because she kicks so much physical ass. She's like, Mm -hmm. she disappears into an alcoholic housewife that ends up kicking this white woman's ass who, in other concepts, you would think she would be the rich housewife, Mm -hmm. right? And then... You see a depressive, dark humor. Mm. You see her come full circle as a spiritual, connected human being. And then at the end, you find that that's bullshit. She still got rage in her. So it's just all around. Go, bitch. <laughs> I agree. I think she really makes the film because, you know, it's a it's a broad satire. I mean, like there's so, broad. so many elements of far, so much coincidence. It's very funny, but I think that she's the one that really like grounds the film because she's playing it so earnestly, which is not to say she isn't funny. She's still really funny. She's really arch, yeah. but like, yeah, she really like grounds it in something real. Like when she cries, you feel it. Uh, I, there was, I mean, when she got out of the coma and the, it's like the atmosphere was making, it was supposed to be like a dark but satirical comedy like way Mm. lighter than what she provided which was like real intense acting which was like amazing she i and you felt her pain and you're like holy shit this went this 
became a really dark turn. I think one of the buildups too was after the first fight in the stairwell. Mm-hmm. She, you have like a, what is it, like a 30 second view of her trying to get up. Yeah. And like look at herself in her compact mirror and then falling down the stairs again. It's like all of that, like acting, baby. Ha! Yeah. <laughs> acting, bitch. There's a scene in the art gallery right before they like fight in the parking lot where she, I truly was like, oh, that's like a trained actor. Cause she like walks in, she looks at the picture and then she turns around and like a single tear falls down her cheek. Yes. And I was like, that is like technique. That's a real yeah. fucking actor. I would be like, could you put fake tears in my eyes? <laughs> she Honestly, is, or, yeah. Sorry, what were you saying? No. no, she's a, she's an acting weapon. Like she is. A weapon. So fucking good. Mm -hmm. And I think that it's, I mean, I know it had to be a film, so I was happy as Catfish, but her playing uh, Awakened, actually not even an Awakened lesbian in in, uh, Killing Eve, spoiler. Mm. Oops, should have said that first. (laughs) (laughs) No, we we spoil things on this this podcast. It's like, come on, that's what the whole show's about. Um, But (laughs) I think that, uh, yeah, she can adopt any role genuinely, authentically. Mm-hmm. Like, she, you don't want to, like, you can believe her, even her playing gay characters. Like, I would think she has to be queer because, like, there mm-hmm. was such honesty in that space, at least for Killing Me, um, without making it obvious, like, oh, she's an awakened lesbian now. <laughs> it's like, Right. Oh, she acted so well. It would suggest that this is just a part of her identity, and there's mm-hmm. not any other additional like explanation that needs to be had. Yeah. Um, but shit, back to. <laughs> <laughs> I think something that's really impressive for me on like the technique front is that like I'm always really impressed in films when actors play characters that undergo like enormous transformations, like you know whether it's emotionally or physically or both, which she's both in this movie. I mean, because presumably it was filmed out of order, but you could feel exactly where she was at each moment. Like you could see like the difference in her physicality of like where her character was at in this arc. And I'm like, I don't think I'm smart enough to like keep track of like all of those little details of like conveying that like when done out of order. It was, it was such a hidden gem of a movie. Honestly, I'm happy I didn't read the synopsis because one, it just told everything. Yeah. Yeah. I was blown the fuck away how open that was but um <laughs> i yeah I, I god i'm like lost for words of how impressed i was with how much she carried it not like saying the other actress wasn't talented i think mm. she the parallels of their characters were pretty strong and well balanced mm. like, um, i mean yeah. they had to be if it was going to overlap like that yeah. um and they were going to just switch places multiple times uh but yeah, I, I when I first saw the her housewife character, I was so fucking pissed, and that means she did a great <laughs> job. Yeah, yeah. The mom alcoholic who is like, mm, just you can do whatever you want to do. We love you so much as long as you're a yeah. on Wall Street businessman. <laughs> oh God, um, the way she plays this tacky person that you see that like. It's amazing. There's so many fucking levels to... And it's the kind of character that I feel like we don't really... Um, I don't know. I feel like we don't see enough of just tacky people with real... Like, I love a protagonist <laughs> who's just like, ah, like, you're kind of shitty in, like, a very, very real way. And, mm-hmm. like, she does that so well, and it helps you, like, understand, like, those kinds of folks. It's just like, ah, yeah, there's something mm-hmm. else. Um, and she's a good fake drunk. Oh, Lots God. of people yeah. overplay it, but she's really yeah. good at it. <laughs> yeah. Just slurring in all the right areas. Uh, did you also notice how many questions were in the movie? Hmm. And how questions carried the, like the first uh, scene into the second scene. It was like every, it was such a lean into like, what is this? Why mm-hmm. are you doing that? How are you doing that? Blah, blah, blah. And it, the, the how it parallels to the issues of like government and war and commercialism. Mm. It like forced you to have a foundation of questioning our own societal realities. Mm. Yeah. 
I mean, I got, I really believe that, but I was also high. So I got there very quickly, <laughs> just so you know, but I wrote notes on it. I was like, this is fucking crazy. This is like, there's so many questions in this script yeah, and not that go unanswered. It's just like them asking questions, forcing us to ask mm. questions about what their society is and how ours relates. So you didn't see it. Fucking look back. Oh God. <laughs> I, I think this is uh like the three films that we talked about today are like mm. a perfect a perfect trio to watch because Catch Twenty Two is like how the state fucks you know fucks people mm. over or you know fucking toys to them, and then uh, RoboCop is just you know oh god they literally corporate. took a man's corpse and turned it into like a tool of the state <laughs> yeah and this movie is just like it, it I feel like they all occupy the same world of like oh man shit's Shit's fucked. Um, like catfight <laughs> is this... and also like people take advantage of it that like we're stuck within these like oppressive systems, but then people can like so cynically use them, like Anne Hayes's character and her art. Yes. Like she was already doing it before the war started, but like it ended up being great for her and for her career that like these like people are getting slaughtered <laughs> like halfway across the oh, world. Her scene when she's yelling at her assistant yes oh god was so fucking crazy mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> i was like is this really gonna kill? she was also a great act like i really do think it was strong parallels like they mm-hmm. were they must have had a lot of fun with like oh, yeah. play fighting and all that stuff oh, yeah. but i that was again very strong acting that made me question what kind of movie we were watching <laughs> like yeah. was it a b grade it wasn't really indie it was like it, I mean, it was just a con. It was so experimental, but mm-hmm. strong regardless. And I think it's because, honestly, Sandra and um, the other woman that I keep forgetting. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> but that doesn't matter because sorry, she's a white woman right now, and yeah. I would like to focus on Sandra. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. I feel like we need to reclaim Anne Hayes's name because she has been known for too long as Ellen's ex. Really? Oh my god. Oh yeah. <laughs> Oh, I want Anne Hayes to be her own woman. Ellen's canceled. Oh, holy shit. I forgot. Wait, Ellen DeGeneres? Yes. DeGeneres yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, shit. I'm looking at the photo now. I totally right? forgot that until you brought it up, Shelley. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, maybe I this is a me problem that I always think, think Anne Hesh. Yeah, yeah. We gotta do right by Anne Hesh. <laughs> Justice for Anne Hesh. Oh God! Like, out and in. <laughs> I will say it is very it's like not sexy, but like it's very exciting seeing these women do these fight scenes because like you never see women get to fight like this in movies because usually they have to wear like a skin tight leather suit with like their tits out. It's interesting to look at this movie in comp- like it next to something like Atomic Blonde, which came out, I think, a year mm-hmm. afterward. Um, mm-hmm. And I was like, man, all this love that uh, I mean, they, I guess they're when, with violence. They're doing like different kinds of things um, mm-hmm. like because the violence in the violence in uh, Catfight is fucking cartoon Tom and Jerry. Yeah. Like and not mm-hmm. sexy. Not sexy at all, yeah. <laughs> um, which is why like Catfight is a dumb fucking name for this movie, um, right. as you've mentioned. Like <laughs> dumb fucking. But I name. think that's the the irony in it, right? Yeah, because mm. it's like Catfights when men here, they're like, "Oh, Catfight," and it's yeah. like, you know, you think titties are gonna fall out and all that stuff, which happens. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but this was definitely like a harder choreographed action fight like it, it was like so stereotypically an action fight yeah mm-hmm. in all of its like somewhat corniness too that it provided a e- equal space equal footing for yeah. this movie to be taken seriously beyond the irony title cat oh absolutely i didn't mean to hijack you my no. no you're totally good you're totally good this no, is the way conversation <laughs> I, yeah. I was like i have a way better idea shut yeah. the fuck up i'm gonna i'm gonna mute his mic you keep going yeah thank you girl anyway back to our show <laughs> i'm gonna i'm gonna take fired. a eva's coming gonna, on as a co-host i got fired from this free work <laughs> no hey, you're, you're, for free. With all, you're nice equipment 
Oh God. God you can mail it. it to Eva now. <laughs> it's okay. I'll, I'll I'll put it in the. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wrap it on up. Send it over. <laughs> All right. I'm I'm breaking everything down. Hold on. <laughs> so Eva, is Sandra O oh sort of like typical of your crushes? Would you say? Is there anything uh, that like connects her to like your movie crushes or real life crushes? Well, I in in real life crushes, yes. Like she's hmm. so fucking sexy and so strong and she's very talented and the body's lit and I feel like she would have like the sexual power of like dominating me um really hope that she's actually gay but I don't think she is um fingers crossed yeah fingers crossed like I will she's one of those people I want to photograph Mm. her and Eddie Murphy are my top yeah top people I was a big fan of Sandra Oh for a while and seeing an Asian woman that played that sexy and that strong is not com- And with so much dynamic personality, mm-hmm. you don't see that. Like, that's why she's hot in so many, and I say quote again, like hot, because she mm-hmm. is in my eyes, still a list hot, sexy, but yeah. we're not used to seeing that because of Western standards. So mm-hmm. it's like, we, I felt bad considering her as like hot but not hot because she is just fucking bomb. Anyway, yeah, yeah, she's my type. (laughs) To be, uh, sorry, I just like to be very clear. No one that we talk about on this podcast is is hot but not hot. There is no but not hot at all. Everyone that we talk about, look at the title, is is hot. Everyone is hot. Everyone is hot. Wow, and I really meant it when I said it that time. I know that was good. Organic. Uh, <laughs> I think with my the my other suggestions though that I shared with you guys, which was Jason Siegel, mm-hmm. but then also Nick Robinson and Dylan O'Brien, really speaks to how I like white as as fucking Michael wrote. Yeah, we see why you like these hairless white boys, but we're we can't. They're too stereotypically hot in mainstream media, and I was. Like, I fucking know, and it's a problem. It's sickness mm. I'm aware of. And I think it's because I grew up in a diverse town, mm. and the cool people were all these white boys <laughs> that you're like, uh, yeah, my issues were liking white boys for on on screens. I don't know. No, it's real. It's real. I mean, we're so conditioned by Hollywood. And I think that one of the special things about Sandra Oh is that, like, she is super sexy, but like, especially with Asian women, you're used to seeing them sort of like exoticized on screen or like or made, little. Yeah, like, made to be like demure tiny. and small. Yeah. And she's like a strong fucking woman. Yeah. Kicking ass. Like she kicked that white woman's ass. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and Michael very cannily called out uh, that she's got great mom ass in the movie. Oh my God. Aww. She's got is she a mom. I'm curious. I don't, oh, know, I don't know. She'd probably I be like a really know. fucking cool mom. Yeah, that's the thing is, even though we're sexualizing her, she reminds me of my mom. <laughs> like I think, yeah. and my mom is fucking hot. I mean, she is hot. My mom is very, very attractive. It's nice. like I was very fortunate. Um, but she, yeah, she just reminds me of like how my oh, and my grandma super hot. Like I have this photo of her in the 1940s. I think laying on a beach in two piece hello different and i'm actually getting that tattooed on my arm like as an illustration because she's like these women are so fucking hot and we're finally seeing them in mainstream stuff but it's like these are the women i grew up with just hot hot women and i'm like fuck what's my point (laughs) i don't know that was fucking cool <laughs> it's like that's a let's just bring it back and we're gonna talk about movies and cgi it. which we never talked about this entire show <laughs> but let's bring it back <laughs> bring it back animatronics look more realistic and i guess it costs more but mm-hmm. it provides value to a film and should be considered in the budget versus cgi which probably i'm talking down my ass costs around the same depending on what they're creating with it yeah mm-hmm. and it just takes you out of the movie yeah because yeah. you can tell jurassic it's not park, like embodied yes jurassic park still looks realistic today because they use animatronics and like 
had a team to create mm-hmm. these dinosaurs. Yeah. The, I it's just makes me mad, grinds my gears. Well, it's You're like Baby Yoda. Right. You know, Werner Herzog was like, you can't make it to CGI. You need to use the puppet of the Baby Yoda because it looks more realistic to have baby Yoda. a puppet of the Baby Yoda. <laughs> a puppet of the Baby Yoda. Oh, my Yoda. God. They use a, a puppet? Yeah. They, they use See, that's awesome. That's why everyone loves it so much. You think if they had a CGI Baby Yoda, people would be memeing it? Nah. Well, Steven Spielberg is inspired by Steven Spielberg, right? Or at least produced by him. Just yeah. that. Baby I've never Yoda. watched The Mandalorian. I've only seen GIFs. Of I've Baby Yoda. never seen any of them. Yeah. But I know Steven Spielberg made fucking Star Wars, right? I forgot. <laughs> George Lucas. Uh, he, George Lucas. Oh. Uh, George Lucas. He did make Jurassic uh, Park, though. Star Wars, he did make Jurassic Park. And they're buddies. Mm. They're, like, good buddies. They're so. friends. Yeah. yeah. They, I think Steve, because I, I watched his documentary, and uh, he was discussing Star Wars, which made me yeah. forget. I think he's a producer. Mm. Was it Brian De Palma who, like, I think went to a screening of Star Wars and was like, this is stupid. Yep. <laughs> this movie sucks. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I, I love all those <laughs> I love all those guys. It's just like, I all hate those old this. assholes. Just, what is these lasers? <laughs> what is these lasers? Get the fuck out of here. Uh, but also, Palma has like a weird voice. He's very like, I saw him on Cavett. He was like, yeah, so I was, I was talking to Marty and he, you know, he sometimes he'll, he'll watch my movies, but you know, sometimes, sometimes you don't want to hear from your friends when you're making movies. <laughs> so I'm going to put a footnote here for anyone you listening. Nerd. Um, for anyone listening that doesn't know Cavett. So Dick Cavett is an old... Dick Cabot, the Dick Cabot show is an old late night show, listeners, that you should definitely look up YouTubes of. Um, mm-hmm. And I think you're going to understand a lot about what kind of people do this <laughs> podcast that talk about Cabot like it was on the other night. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, I text um, uh, Michael almost nightly about like clips from Cabot I've watched. <laughs> but um, we are almost out of time. So I want to bring it back bring to... It- Bring it back to for this episode. <laughs> oh, God, no. God, no. Um, so we talked Alan Arkin. We talked Miguel Farrar. And we talked Sandra Oh. Now, fuck, Mary Kill. You got to make a decision. And it's an important mm-hmm. one. And we don't have that much time. <laughs> we don't. So I'm going to toss the ball at Eva, our guest. What are you going to do with these three people? I will... Fucking marry Sandra O oh and kill the two I do. That's so Can interesting. That? That's so interesting. I'll accept it. Um, yeah, I'm a black woman. I accept it. Uh, that whenever I want people to accept things, that's usually what I say. Um, so thank you for taking my yeah, thumbs up. <laughs> he says I'm a black woman. <laughs> my mom is a black woman. Um, I I know a black woman. Um, sometimes I'll use. We all have cards, and some of my that's... best moms are black. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I will accept that answer. Um, that's an interesting scenario. <laughs> yeah. Like, Just fall in love and be happy with Sandra Oh, yeah. Would you and you Sandra gotta... kill the other two together? I think, girl, I was just... <laughs> I was like, actually, I think it would add so much more, like, zing and more life into our relationship if we have to do that and then bring us mm. either together. If we do it together... Or we have to take care of our individual person and then come together by the end of the movie. Yeah. Because you know you can, she can scrap. We saw in Girl Fight. She can scrap. She definitely takes direction. And you should watch Killing Eve because she does not know how to hold a gun or shoot anybody. Oh, God. Mm. So just I'm watching... use these iron fists. Yeah. <laughs> I'm watching this movie in, in my head as like a Thelma and Louise meets Bonnie and Clyde. And honestly, like it's, it's it. get. It's getting an Oscar, all right? They film on <laughs> Louise the men at the end. They put them in the car and just, like, push it off oh, the Oh, God. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> is that what the Lady Gaga uh, Beyonce video is about? Oh, no, that's Killing Bill. That's Kill Bill. Killing yeah. Bill. <laughs> the music video is based on the Kill Bill. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Killing Eve, the sequel to Killing Bill. <laughs> <laughs> Killing Bill. <laughs> oh, God. I liked that. Where are you on Shall- this, Michael? Oh. Where am I on this? Um... <laughs> Uh, uh oh god okay um so i i gotta go on a date with sandra oh maybe three or four dates uh yeah 
this is so this is a fuck, but it's it's a long game. It's a very long game um, because I just kind of want to get to know her and stuff like that. And uh, I just want to waste her time. I don't want to waste her time, but I also know like she ain't got no time for me. I was like, you're Sandra O, and who am I? I'm, I'm just some some fool, and that's all right. I'm okay with that. I like some my life. Love. I'm just some fool. I don't want to look. I I I get to touch the sun only once, and then I get incinerated. You know, and that's how that goes. So, uh, yeah, Sandra O. Oh, uh, that was such a good line. <laughs> yeah, I'm full of good lines. You're a poet, um, Michael. <laughs> yep. Uh, and then uh, I guess I gotta, I gotta. Ew. I think I gotta marry uh, Miguel Ferrar. Ooh. I don't know why. I I like yeah. his filmography a lot. Mm. Ah, fuck. I, and I'm really not gonna like killing Alan Arkin because um, that means I don't have the time travel to do that. I I can do that now, and that ooh, I don't like that. Ooh, <laughs> I don't like it at all. But He's that's an the old choice man, I Michael. Made. Please. That, that's the choice I made, and so that's my fuck Mary kill. Mm. Okay. All right. I think mine's pretty straightforward. I would have to marry yeah. Sandra O. Oh. She yeah. seems funny, solid, yeah. smart. Yeah. I think that we mm-hmm. would like grow together. Also, like you know, she's like a hot older milf. I think that we'd be good. I would have to fuck Alan Arkin. Yeah. I am I'm deeply, deeply attracted to him. Man. Have been I like forever. This. I want to rub my hands like over this. his hairy ass. God, <laughs> I I'm like in the corner. Comb through his hairy shoulders. <laughs> you're you're in the corner watching him kiss her. Oh, <laughs> I'm like hell yeah. You yeah. got it, Chili. <laughs> and then, unfortunately, I'm gonna have to kill Miguel Ferrar, especially if we're talking about his character in RoboCop, because honestly, that guy had it coming. That guy had, yeah, he, 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 we deserve to see, yeah, he's a piece of shit. As hot as he was when he was snorting that coke off that lady's titties, he yeah, he wasn't cool. Where else did I see that? I saw a scene similar a to A college that. party uh, <laughs> last weekend to the bar. <laughs> oh, God, no. I, I, uh, Beverly Hills Cop, I think, had oh. that scene. Or Trading Places. It's we'll probably trading places. I feel rubbing like through places. both of those movies tonight. <laughs> trying to see that scene. <laughs> <laughs> I need more coke tits. Show me those titties. Those coke titties. <laughs> well, I think oh, that was God. a beautiful round of fuck Mary kill. So that was Ava, round. do you yes. have things to plug? What should the people know about you? Where can they find I you? I do. So I am a photographer and also a educator lead workshops on how to photograph authentically and um and ethically so you can check out my my uh, class on skillshare if you just look up eva woolridge and uh you will learn how to photograph genuine beautiful work um inspired by your own life experiences rather than um possibly exploiting or taking advantage of cultures that may be different from your own so it's definitely a really good insight uh, you can follow me on Instagram at ewphotos1 or buy any prints that interest you at ew.photos. Amazing. Oh, and you wow. can... Oh, sorry. So much for having wow. <laughs> I wanted to say, this is really fun. And I love talking to you guys because oh. I love t- sexualizing cartoons. And <laughs> Who doesn't? We, we have so many uh, sexy cartoons lined up that I, I think oh, yeah. we got to do like a debut style round table of like, who <laughs> yes. wants to fuck cartoons? Yeah. <laughs> I would love to be a part of that. Seriously. We will start Seriously. planning now. We are going to have a whole conference on cartoon fucking. <laughs> I have Hello. a bigger list for you there. Welcome to my TED talk. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> or speaking of, you can watch my TED talk. Hell um, yeah. On- oh. <laughs> Once your Sailor Moon fanfic comes out, <laughs> we will have you back and discuss this further. Uh, so, yeah. guys, thanks for listening. You can follow us at Everyone Is Hot Pod on Twitter and Instagram. That's everyone with the number one, not O and E. Everyone Is Hot Pod, and give us five stars and leave us a review on uh, Apple Podcast uh, with your movie crush in the review, and we'll read it on the podcast. So, oh. thank you so much, Ava, for being here. This was amazing. Thank you so much for having me again. This was so much fun and so easy to play Fuck, Mary Kill. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> and thank you, my esteemed colleague, Michael. Uh, thank you, my uh, my best acquaintance, Shelly. Uh, great work.
<laughs> it has been a pleasure. And, and for an all honor. you sugar things out there, stay horny. Stay horny, stay hydrated. Drink some water. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.